Good morning. Welcome to Can We Keep It Real Sport Edition. Jumping into the NFL. Now that the NFL is actually here, we can get into some football. All that preseason mumbo-jumbo. We don't be doing that. We got too much shit going on to even deal with that shit. But what's going on, you already know. I'm your host, Mikey. New England Patriot Rundown. Can We Keep It Real? How you doing? If you're on Can We Keep It Real, you can check out the sports one, New England Patriot Rundown, and vice versa, New England Rundown, you could go check out Can We Keep It Real, but let's get into week 17, scores that went down, and then, you know, we'll break, we'll break shit down as we go, but looks like Eagles, we already know, beat the Falcons, 18 to 12, Matt Ryan looked horrible in that game, right? The Bengals... Over the Colts, 34-23. The Bills were lucky to get three points as the Ravens put 47 up on them. The Buccaneers and the Saints. The Buccaneers beat the Saints, 48-40. Patriots beat the Texans, 27-20. Vikes over the 49ers, 24-16. Dolphins over the Titans, 27-20 in Miami. Jaguars beat the Giants, 20-15. And the Steelers and the Browns, well, they tie in final overtime. Them overtime games shouldn't be happening in the NFL. Too much money around a lot of these games. The Chiefs beat the Chargers by 10 points, 38 to 28. The Panthers get by the Cowboys, 16 to 8. The Redskins beat down the Cardinals, 24 to 6. The Broncos beat the Seahawks, 27 to 24. Packers over the Bears by one point. A lot of excitement going on over there. Jets pounce on the Lions, 48-17. The Rams beat up on the Raiders, embarrassed the Raiders actually, 33-13. Them in a week one scores around the NFL. What's going on? Good morning. Welcome to the NFL segment of Can We Keep It Real and New England Patriot Rundown. I'm your host, Mikey Ribello, what's going on, everybody? First, I want to spend a shout-out to Dwayne Miranda and the Westerly Bulldogs football team. Their varsity teams combined the first week against the Chavajo Chargers. They scored 77 total points, man. Congratulations to them, man. That is totally incredible. Um, so we'll have to look to see what that program does over there. But it looks like the Lions, did they look confused? I mean, that was like a horrible, horrible first game by Matt Patricia, man. I bet he had a rough night, man. He's probably having an even rougher morning, maybe. I wonder if a little bit of sleep helped. But Detroit Lion fans woke up after it looked like to be the worst head coaching job ever. You know, pretty much for a debut anyway. But what happened Monday night at Ford Field had to be embarrassing for the Lions, for Matt Patricia. Is he in over his head? I mean, he's not, don't got Bill Belichick no more calling the shots, you know, and saying do this or do that. Now he's the man that's pretty much telling people to do this and do that. And sometimes when you're an Indian... You think you could be a chief, but it's easier to be an Indian. But that Lions team, I don't think that was a team that, that made a couple errors, a few mistakes in its home opener. It was a team 
They didn't even look like a team. Not at all. I mean, even with Eminem going out to do the coin toss, that was probably the most hype that the Lions got. They looked confused. They didn't even look ready. And at times, they just weren't even connected with their head coach, Matt Patricia. He spent most of the night on the sidelines all by himself. I mean, he don't know his... He don't know anyone anything, but he does have to get it together, man. Sitting there by yourself, you need to coach up your players. But is it worth saying that the coordinator you saw in New England Patriots isn't the one that you're seeing in Detroit? Did he get lost on the way? Why is he so uncomfortable? He changed his whole demeanor. The whole style about him is different. He's a stiffer person now, and he looks very, very uncomfortable. I mean, after one game, sometimes you wouldn't even really stop questioning about if this was a good a good move, if this was a bad move. But maybe fans are just getting worked up after the first game. But he really needs to get it together, man. But there was nothing normal about what happened on the field in Detroit Monday night. Nothing at all. And a Detroit Lions fan, they must be livid. From the beginning of the game with the Jets defense, it just sniffed out the Lions playbook pretty. Like they were playing music, man. Like it was a band. One band, one sound. Patricia's own defense, the Lions were playing like amateurs they weren't playing like professional NFL players this is the same Lions team who missed the playoffs last year by one game was it a good idea bringing in Matt Patricia I mean everyone thinks because you're on the New England Patriots that you are going to make a good head coach but that has proved wrong over and over throughout history Josh McDaniels got thrown to the Wolves He thought he could do it. Romeo Cornell. Charlie Weiss. um, That stool pigeon over there that that went to the New York Jets. um, What the hell is his name? Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Um, He couldn't do it. I mean, is is this just strange or is it unsettling? To say that, that, that these are not the Lions of last year. I mean, they really showed nothing good in their opener. Is it going to make you wonder how much of Matt Patricia's resume was padded up by Bill Belichick and Tom Brady's reality show? Because that's what it is over there. Brady's brain, Belichick's brain, incredible. So much knowledge. Is Patricia going to be able to transfer his coaching style or things he copied in New England and bring him to D- Detroit. Well, it looks like he left the box there then, if that's the case. It looks like he didn't bring anything with him from the New England Patriots, tell you the truth. And that kind of burns me up a little because I ain't no Detroit Lions fan. I'm an NFL fan, right? But when you're hired as a head coach, do your job. That's like when people say they're backup players in their position, right? Oh, he's not ready. Buffalo Bills last year. Tyrod Taylor came out. The backup came in. Peterman, whatever it is. That's what happened to your boy. 
My cousin Jimmy, big Buffalo Bills fan. We got to get him on the show. Oh, he's not ready. I said, Jimmy, that's no excuse. You're in the NFL. That I'm not ready thing, it don't fly with me. Right. I'm not ready. What does that mean? You're in the NFL. You should be ready, right? Like, what the hell? I mean, that's going to be a reason that five... New England Patriot assistants who went for head coaching jobs before Matt Patricia ever thought about leaving only has found mild, even if mild success, maybe very little success outside of Gillette Stadium. Is it possible? Charlie Weiss as a college coach, Romeo Cornell, Josh McDaniels, that was his name, Eric Mangini. Stool pigeon, Eric Mangini, that started a whole bunch of shit and then wondered why he never got another coaching job. They all took the job with hidden problems that you really didn't know that all prevented them from winning, but it was disguised by the success of the New England Patriots. It's likely that all four were good at implementing Belichick's vision while, you know, he's giving them orders how he wants his vision. But once they were on their own, things really change. Just like kids leaving our castle, parents. We try, to, we try to raise our kids the same way that Belichick tries to raise his assistants, right? We teach them the right thing to do. We try to give them advice. But while we're talking, they're hearing us. But are they listening? It's like you hear me, but you don't listen. And that seems, maybe that's the problem with with the assistants that left New England Patriots. When they were on their own, they couldn't get it done. Billy O'Brien, he's still coaching in Houston, and maybe he had mild success. But he made the playoffs twice, pretty much as a wildcard team. But he pretty much has done the best of any of them coaches did. Josh McDaniels came back and had success again. The one assistant who has uh, repeated Belichick's success, but he's in college, that's Nick Saban. But he also struggled when he tried to lead an NFL team. It's a whole different ballgame in the NFL. Last year when Matt Patricia was hired, I mean, it was really easy to look over the Belichick coaching tree, right? Patricia looked like he was very good there. He was a player's coach, a charismatic type with a talented math and improv, right? He was able to, you know, match the numbers with his pencil and do what he had to do, right? Was it different once he was hired by the Detroit Lions? Did he deserve a chance to really disconnect himself from the failures of the Belichick coaching tree? Like, he could have been the one person to make a difference when these coaches leave New England, go to another team. We wanted to look and see if Matt Patricia was going to be the one to make it, the one to have some success. But Monday night, none of that happened. Monday night was horrible for the Lions. They fell apart against the Jets. It turned out to be a continuation of anything that could go wrong. 
Each week we saw more evidence that Patricia wasn't connected with the team even from the preseason. It wasn't just that Patricia was pushing his players. I mean, he isn't the only coach who stops practice and makes his team run sprints. They didn't have really no complicated defensive schemes. Is he even trying to teach anything? Does he have anything to teach? Is there a way that he even knows how to teach? Maybe he can't communicate with the players on his team. But they're saying he communicated clearly after the loss. He said, obviously, we have to coach this a lot better. No shit. And yes, it does start with the head coach, but that's a cliche. They always use that shit. I mean, after all, the Lions, he did take over a nine-win team that fell a little bit short of the playoffs. The Lions general manager set the standards when he hired Jim Caldwell. Now, uh, something that now Patricia has to, has to follow. When Caldwell ended up coming in Detroit, right, he had inherited a seven-win team and Matthew Stafford as a quarterback, who was still at the time more, you know, he had potential, right? The Lions coach pushed Stafford to the best stretch of his career. Like, that's what Patricia has to do. Caldwell's success helped win his first game, and then he helped the Lions to the playoffs in his first year, and they won 11 games, right? So it's not impossible, but you have to get your players on board so it can be done. After that game, can Patricia do that? Is Patricia even going to make the season? Is he going to be the first coach fired? If you have nights continuing like you did, possibly you will. I mean, if he meant what he said during his post-game press conference, right? Then the problem lies inside. So now he has to go back, throw everything away really fast, and he has to just reassess everything, regroup, Figure out what to do. A new game plan. This week is behind you, Matt Patricia, man. I know the franchise's worst debut in modern franchise history. I mean, that's a record now that you have. That's a record that now you're going to hold. But what are you going to do to change it? You really have to do something, man. Like, you do have a decent team over there. But it's not going to work if you don't figure out who you are, find yourself, right, and fix it. It's your boy Mikey. Let me know what you think. Hit the subscribe, hit the like, leave a comment. Check out more episodes on the Can We Keep It Real podcast. We also have New England Patriot Rundown. Check out for NFL news and sports over there. It's all located on the Anchor Network, man. It's your boy Mikey, man. Let me know what's good.